amnesiac rubbing her back. Why would I be okay? Because a Sabre. What Sabre is dead, we are alive. Prioritize if you want to stay that way. Oh, is that why you call yourself the Doctor? The professional detachment. Listen, when we're done here, by all means, you go and find yourself a shoulder to cry, and you'll probably need that. So then what you need is me. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex Podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who, and we're talking about an episode of Peter Capaldi's episode called Time Heist. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Time Heist, written by... Mm. Written by Stephen Thompson and Stephen Moffat. Oh. Hmm. Directed by Douglas McKinnon. And this came out in 2014, September 20th. Wow. About six years ago. I was guessing 2016 when I was looking at this episode. I'm like, wait a minute. And this had Keely Hawes in it, who was... Yes, it did. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> she was an MI... Well, they call it MI5 MI5. In the United, in the United she States. was an MI5. Spooks, it's called. Mm-hmm. At least um, the first three seasons, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. She's in The Bodyguard. She's been in a lot of things. Line of Duty. Ashes to Ashes. Ashes to Ashes. ashes. Yeah. I liked her. Too bad she had those... They had her wear those glasses. Yeah. Uh, well... What's it about? Heisting uh, time. Clara and uh, the Doctor have to, to break into the most secure bank in the universe. Okay. That's the Why? synopsis. Oh, yeah. Why? That's the whole point of the show. So, um... What do we guys think of this episode? I actually liked it. <laughs> After what we've been through the last ten weeks. <laughs> it's definitely weird to compare when you look back at these episodes and you've seen Orphan 55 and other not-so-good episodes and you see this one. You you can see a difference and you go, wow! You, you know, all of a sudden there's a couple of... It's not always good, but... This is just like a take on like Ocean's 13, Italian jobs, any type of... Mm-hmm. Except you don't know why they're robbing the bank. Right. Which we end up figuring, finding out at the end, which... Very, I don't know if it really... Is it wasn't a heist, it was a rescue mission. Yeah, it was. But it was kind of... I would have thought there would have been a better way to do it, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh... As soon as the sun started to affect the planet and everyone left, why couldn't the doctor just come down and rescue the two? Did I miss something with that? No. He said something because he couldn't, the TARDIS couldn't go there because oh, the yeah. storm would have messed up the navigation. And if they went down there with the knowledge, they would, have they would have been caught. Okay, okay, so it's a little weak, but I, I guess I can it work it. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I found it a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it when they go back at the end and, like... Explain it. Explain it. Yeah. yeah. Like... They chipped it a little bit at the uh, end. <laughs> moffeted it. I mean, that's Well, there's what, that, too. Um, I don't know. It just... It was definitely more enjoyable to watch, you know, mm-hmm. even though I f- still find Clara intensely irritating. <laughs> um, 
she was less irritating in this, and I liked the two side characters, Sai and Sabra, um, which, which is a type of brand of hummus, but whatever. Um, yeah, you're right, it is. <laughs> I liked those two characters. I liked the, the reasons they had for wanting to rob the bank. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of a touching thing, you know, that Sai said he had to erase the memories of his family. How did he know he erased them? He didn't erase that part. (laughs) Um, Or he must have known because he didn't have any memories of them. Well, yeah, he must have known because he had to do it. I don't remember my family. I must have erased them. Um... I just found it a little convoluted, mm-hmm. and the and the whole hiring her clone thing, like she created a clone of herself, yeah. that was a little odd. But I did like Healy Hawes in this. I thought she was great. Yeah, she was good. She was. She um, was. I, I I've not been a big fan of villains in Doctor Who too much because they're always over the top, and especially the women are always like business women who are just like evil or whatever. But she was not evil she was kind of playing it um a little low-key and, and at times seems almost sinister even though she wasn't really the villain i mean kind of but not really well she was she, she was the villain. she captured the yeah but then she redeemed herself oh, what was the name of the creature oh, darn it the teller the teller mm-hmm. yeah she's the one who told the teller hey go make this guy's yeah. brain soup make his head deflate which was kind of stupid. those aren't tears it's soup <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it definitely had its kind of ick moments, but um, overall, it was a good story. Right out of the gate, right when we started watching the, ep- I started watching the episode. Right away, I noticed, I was like, oh, you, you know, and I was excited about it, and I was, and I don't do that with the new show as much, and maybe because of the presence of Peter Capaldi, it's more of a charismatic presence when the like it started he's like all off the wall and then the phone rings he's like oh who's got the phone it's but he's not off the wall he's more somber about it but he he definitely has a presence and i right away i was kind of like yeah he i don't i hate to say it because i've been i've been trying to like jody whitaker but i was like well, that's the doctor and that, you know i feel like i don't have to worry like he's already established himself as the doctor in my mind mm-hmm. whereas she hasn't quite got to that point even though the last few episodes of hers was good and then Clara I used to like a lot in the first season but then she started to irritate me she doesn't irritate me as much but I I, I, I thought she was okay in this it's because you think she's cute so that's okay I mean it's yeah (laughs) there's that but I um, didn't meet her in Boston it was like she is cute I mean the actress is cute I agree but she just and then for some reason, I, I, I stuck around for the next time, even though it's not what we're watching next. And it's it's all the um, Danny Pink stuff. Oh, and I, and like, I didn't like that. Oh, I hate I Danny Pink. Pink. I liked Danny Pink. I didn't like him and Clara together. Yeah, there's a scene the of caretaker's them. The caretaker's the next one. Yeah. yeah. That's a funny one, actually. Here's our new caretaker. Well, and, and just a look and... Oh, we're, we're, we're getting the, off subject. The, the thing that... The other thing that bothered me was that he seemed, the doctor seemed intent on disrupting this relationship. Yeah, he was was jealous. Like, he's very jealous, which is kind of gross, because Clara's, like, what, 28? 
Well, they did the whole soldier thing where he was really anti-soldier, which I think was very odd. Which was in the episode previous, listen, where they were yeah. a toy soldier. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. he, he absolutely was like, he, he was like really detesting soldiers. It's like, well, some of your best friends are soldiers, and, and now all of a sudden you, you are anti-soldier. kind of gets resolved in the end with Cyberprig. <laughs> Sorry. Orphan 55, Cyberman Brig, I don't know. Oh, come on, it's easy. Come I'm watching Cyberbrig. Cyberbrig was like. I'm watching Cyberbrig all day. That is stupid. Yeah. Orphan, Orphan 55 wasn't stupid, it was just dumb. There's a dumb I'm watching Cyberbrig <laughs> over Orphan 55. No, I'm not watching day. Cyber. I'm sorry, Cyberbrig. Anyway, we're not talking about Cyberbrig, we're talking about Time Heist. Time Heist. Um, <laughs> I was interested in this. It, it was faster paced, it got right into it, there was no. Slowing down. There was no. There was a little bit of the the, the explaining things. There was a mystery. Yeah. Like why? Mm -hmm. Who? How did the guy get all this stuff in here for us to find? Mm -hmm. Which we find out it's the doctor and he did it beforehand. But anyway. Yeah. No, it all. It does. It did make sense. Like you know, when it looped back around, it made sense. They they set all this up and then they wiped their memories and then they did the, the heist and they wiped their memories so that the teller couldn't figure out that they were there to rescue him. Why they had to do that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Because she, he, before she did her escape, he gave her the phone number. And when she was on her deathbed, she called him and said, hey, there's the female teller. That was the only way we were going to be able to rescue those two things was, was to do it that way, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess so. You know, it was a little stretch, but... Well, at least they tied it up. How did he... Who got the phone number? Yeah, at least no, it all, made, it all like, made sense. Gee, why is there a police box burying the ground one? Yeah, what, what, that? What, but all he wrote was, I'm a time traveler. Did he write his number inside that or something? I believe he did. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that's not a phone number. <laughs> <laughs> well, you type it... I, maybe, maybe it's like one of the old rotary ones where you had to get the number by getting yeah. the letters. Mm-hmm. You still can do that on a touchdown pad. Yes. <laughs> touchdown. Who's got a touchdown pad anymore? You have one on your phone. No, I don't. It's does it have it really? So I never really pay attention. Well, you think you're touching? How do you type the numbers, the numbers in the first place? Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have the letters underneath. We can just say it. You know, please dial five. Oh well, you're Star Trek time. Um. Mine does. I felt the characters were. A little more cartoonish than than the oh, real the characters of the Chibnall era. I, I hate to keep comparing it to Chibnall because it's fresh in our mind. And mm -hmm. but um, Chibnall, yeah. Um, I uh, I do like the action music. That's the music that we hear throughout the. Mm -hmm. You know, other than that, the music sucks. Because I was, right away I noticed. Well, I'm you like, never did like Murray Gold for that. I'm like, oh my god, the music so, in this really is bad because so it's overwhelming. I can't hear the people talking. From series one to ten, you hate the music. No. Yes. Well, yeah, I hate the music, but there are themes that are good, like some of the the Doctor Who themes that show up, like the, mm -hmm. the action music and this and stuff. I like that, and it, they didn't overuse it. I thought it was good, but. Um, well, sometimes the, it, they. It was I didn't notice the music, so. It, yeah, I didn't notice the music. I did. But you always have. But you always pay attention. But to you always that. pay attention. You're always Murray Gold. I'm gonna hate it. The music's too loud. No. It's too overbearing. Blah 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 blah. blah. Every episode that we do of this, yeah. the, of the new series of 
season one through ten, you always bring up the music every yeah. time. Well, I, I just it bothered me because it came out at one point, and I'm like, oh, there it is. There's that music again. But like I said, I'm supporting the the action music that they had was pretty good in it. Uh, I thought Capaldi was good in this. He had the, the scene where he did the shut up, shut, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Um, the, the, this reinforces my belief that Capaldi was severely underrated yeah. and and not served well by the writing at all. Mm. Although this was a good episode. Yeah. I mean, Capaldi had good episodes. Yeah. But the writing was not great for yeah. majority of his stuff. Because he is... He's just he's really he's good. great. He's probably the best of the new guys. Of the new group. You think? Yeah. Hmm. It's hard for me to say that because I did like him a lot, but like, like you know, you look at Colin Baker and you say, or Sylvester McCoy. I um, said of the new group. I, I know, but I'm saying for classic, it's hard for me to say Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy are as good as the other ones because some of their stories were so bad that it's really hard to, to well, say that. Well, there were actually two doctors that benefited from the stories from Big Finish. It was Colin Baker and... Was that Big Finish again? Why? Because they're really good. And that supports my argument that the writing was so bad that I think Colin Baker and Special Quality could have been better, and that Big Finish is showing that they were better, but ultimately, when I look at Colin Baker, I don't look at the Big Finish. I look at what's on TV, and it's like I can't sit there and say he's my favorite doctor because of Twin Dilemma. That was bad. Yeah, uh, and and the time lash, time lash was bad. Oh come on, Paul Darrow was way over the top. Oh my that. god, that's that's like a guilty pleasure was, one. It's funny. That's a good one. We'll have to watch that this summer with uh, you know, time lash. Uh, Paul gonna, Darrow. Uh, you, know, yeah. Paul, <laughs> you love over the top actors, Paul Darrow and, and Paul Darrow is great. I love Avon, but in, in time lash, he's just bad. But he's okay. He's Paul Darrow. <laughs> Anyways, she didn't speak Paul Darrow is not in he Time Heist. <laughs> she didn't speak ill of the dead. Oh, well. Whatever. It's hard to talk too much about this because it was a good episode. Yeah. We always seem to have more to talk about when the episodes <laughs> suck. But we got to start picking out more episodes. That, well, we've been doing no. that all season. <laughs> I think we need some good episodes to cleanse our palate. <laughs> yeah, palate cleanser. Palate cleanser after what we just saw in season 12. In a way, I think Time Heist is an example of that. I, I think Time Heist is probably better than all but maybe one episode from this last season, or maybe, you know, in my opinion, anyways. Um, I still saw some stuff that annoyed me, and, and you know, the, the Moffatisms and stuff like that. But, yeah. Uh, it was sh felt shorter. It moved. It moved. That's yeah. what I noticed. Because every single episode, even the episodes I enjoyed in this season, I was looking at the clock. Mm. Like thirty-five minutes in, I, I was, was looking at the clock, too. and I'm always looking at that clock right there. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Like that. Yeah. Me too. And I didn't. I didn't do that once when I was watching Time Heist. Well, the Capaldi episodes are shorter. Yeah, well, the Jodie Whittaker stories are, are even though they're ten, they're longer. They're like almost even if they were the same, you know, time they would have been seen. It's longer. still <laughs> it's still the pacing. Yeah, you know the the, the yeah. because I could watch an hour and a half episode of something and never look at a clock. Yeah, but if it's if it's just not moving, I'm like. Well, the haunting of Villa, I, I didn't. I thought that was the best paced episode, and um, I didn't. 
have any problems with the pacing of that episode. But you know, time heist shorter, but it also seems shorter, and it it did good. It did better with. I mean, again, we're we're it's unfair that we're comparing it to Chibnall, but um, I'm, I was trying to remember what I originally thought of this episode, but I I don't. You were reviewed, and it would have been on. Yeah, I I should have looked it up, but I I, I um. I don't remember necessarily thought thinking it was the best, but I also didn't hate it either. It was kind of in the middle, but I, I mean, I think we're doing exactly what we said we were going to do. Is you know when we look back at Moffat stuff now that we've had two bad seasons of Chibnall, are we going to find Moffat stuff better? Maybe. And I think we are. Well, that, I mean, at least because I don't remember enjoying this episode that much like I did this time watching it. Yeah. And I think it's because I'm coming off of season twelve that I really did not enjoy overall. So next bunch of episodes to review will be all really horrible classic episodes, and Julia's going to be like, I thought Underwater, Underworld was amazing. <laughs> and we'd be like, what? Or maybe it's over time they might... You know, age what? better? Age better. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I have not rewatched Capaldi's stuff the way I rewatched Tenet and and, you know... Matt Smith and Christopher Eggleston. Yeah. I, I've rewatched those, one, because one of my kids wanted to watch them, and so we started from the beginning of New Who, and then, you know, prior to that, while I was waiting for another season to come out, I'd rewatched yeah. the previous season. Yeah. There's most of these episodes I haven't, watched, <coughs> I haven't watched more than once. Time Heist, I think I'd only seen once. Yeah. But previous... You know, I mean, I don't know how many times I watched Rose, even though I didn't like that episode. He must that have much. watched that the most of all the movies. Probably movie. because you know you go to a party and they're, I think Rose the episode convention. We were playing it in yeah. a loop, but um, but my interest in the show has dwindled, so I'm not as into it as much mm -hmm. unless it's an episode that I was right. like, I gotta see it again. Right, or I like, like Blink. I've watched many times, and yeah. same oh, with yeah. the girl in the fireplace. Mm -hmm. Oh. Time heist, so. You know no. I think Link was on that telling because I remember she goes, Your name is Sally Shipman. <laughs> no, Sparrow, Sparrow. <laughs> so I think uh the take home message here is if you're gonna sit down and watch Chibnall's episodes or Time Heist, so we would recommend Time Heist before first. <laughs> and uh it's, it's just a Chibnall. fun episode. You didn't have to think, you just had to sit there and watch and it all Developed right in front of your eyes, and yeah. you don't have to worry about. Please recycle your water bottles, and <laughs> you fixated on that. Well, because sitting right there, I'm staring at it. It comes first thing that comes to mind. I, I didn't. The final okay, scene where those two eyes, things yeah. are walking off naked into the wilderness. I just was kind of like yeah, that was kind of <laughs> hilarious. It would have been better if they were skipping. <laughs> yeah, well, and then I'm looking at them, and I'm like, they both have like two foot long claws. And they're holding hands. And they're how are they going to get jiggy with it without hurting each other? I wanted them to turn around and wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could be like the Star Trek Six when Kirk hit, kicks the creature and goes in the knees and goes down, and the woman says, "Not everybody's genitalia is where yours is." Uh -huh. Wow, that. we talked too much about that. Okay, so anything else about this one? No, this was great. I liked it. I liked it. It was pretty good. Thanks for listening.